What up, my boy? Yo, sir. How's it going? Good, man. I was just watching this game, and my God, these conference finals games are crazy. They've been I know basketball games. Absolutely. Man, but um, yeah, Boston got a hold on this game now. Yeah, it looked pretty close to me last time I just checked it a few minutes ago. Yeah, um, Boston is ironically dominating them in the paint. Who what do you know? It still Who works. Knew? I guess so. The it basics still are still there. So yeah, with this game, it's it's got um, it's got that mid two thousands, late two thousands feel to it. With uh, I feel that. Um, and I'm excited to see how it, how it plays out. I think Boston's gonna win, obviously. Um, but man, it's gonna be a hell of a series. I definitely agree. I mean, we talk about the return of the bubble. Here we go. I mean, these last four teams, the Heat, the Celtics, the Lakers, and the Nuggets, hey, that that was the conference finals just a couple of years ago, back when the pandemic was raging, destroying the world. NBA was still chugging along in their nice little handcrafted, man-crafted bubble, and the world kind of witnessed audience-free basketball. It was kind of a time capsule. It was very strange watching it all unfold. I, mean, I remember they had, you know, everybody in hotel rooms all the time, and everybody was isolated. They had a barber, and, like, they built, like, a small little city in this bubble just for basketball. And those four teams are what emerged at the end of the playoffs here. So kind of seeing them all run it back, not only does it legitimize the bubble, because I was one of the people saying, oh, yeah, LeBron won a ring in the bubble. Like, yes, it didn't fucking count, right? Hey, I mean, my words now, these four somehow clawed mm -hmm. right back into it. I'm interested to see how it turns out this time around. But Celtics heat, in my opinion, is very spicy. I really and, like it. And I just wanted to say to everyone out there who knows the game of basketball like me and who agreed with me that that was actually the toughest ring because you don't have that home court advantage. So it's mano y mano. Yes. Equal playing field. Who's the better team? Oh, yeah. That's and why that one was the toughest. You're away from everybody, away from your families, mentally, outside of work. Don't you go through shit outside of work? I guess so. <laughs> but you're absolutely right, though. You, yeah. You, so. Very even playing field and no crowd. I mean, I couldn't do it. It's hard enough playing in front of a crowd. I almost feel it's worse without the crowd. You need that energy. Imagine that fake crowd. You. <laughs> right. It was a fake crowd. <laughs> fake crowd and pumped in noise. It's just like, wait. It's weird. Yeah. Well, it's so off putting when you're an athlete and you've been doing it for so long at that level and you, you have a certain expectation of how a game is going to kind of unfold. And without a crowd, it's unnerving. It almost makes it a different kind of mental game that you're playing. So, yeah, I, I was a doubter for the bubble in general. Maybe not so much for LeBron, but interesting to seeing it with this shade now with actual regular basketball with people screaming and shouting and booing when they need to and you know these two franchises you know boston and miami very passionate fan bases especially boston so boston almost blew it with the sixers but here we go again i'm interested to see if they can pull it out and end jimmy butler again oh boy <laughs> that'd be crazy yeah um i think this time around um Boston's going to win just because top to bottom, they have the better roster. Okay. I think it's as simple as that. Um, the Heat, I think they really, really miss Tyler Hero in this series because they need someone else on the perimeter that can get their own shot without any plays called for them or without any assistance from any of their teammates. And that's Tyler Hero. Um, what I've seen, though, from this game is Kyle Lowry playing mm. out of his fucking mind. Absolutely. Uh, he's been out of his mind these entire playoffs. Yeah, I don't know if he thinks he's back in Toronto. I don't know what's up with him, but 
Maybe. He has looked like he's the Kyle Lowry that won that championship with Kawhi Leonard. He's making big shots coming off the bench, giving him good energy on defense, taking charges, getting steals, getting deflections, great energy off the bench. I love what I'm seeing from Kyle Lowry. But still, that's not enough to beat this Boston Celtics team. I don't you got think Jason so. Tatum and Jalen Brown. That's that's a lot. That's a lot to deal with. And I've always said there's no greater combination in the NBA than two all NBA wings. Yes. Jordan and Pippen. Yep. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> LeBron and Wade. Yeah. Nasty. And now Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, we're seeing that. They're coming. They're there. I've been waiting for these performances to kind of show up now. You usually get one or the other. The last few games we've seen. But like you said, now the duo is performing together, especially, you know, the last couple games. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum both just playing crazy. Tatum specifically breaking records himself in game seven. So, yeah, I absolutely think that. If we keep it the way it's supposed to be, nothing weird or freaky happens because this whole playoffs has been nothing but freaky shit happening. But yeah. on paper, yes, the Celtics are the better team, top to bottom. No Tyler Hero with Miami. Yeah, I. It's if it's me, you're gonna play your ass off regardless. But Jimmy can't do it all by himself, and he's kind of had to. Yes, the team has kind of helped him a lot, but we've been talking about his greatness for the last few games for him. I don't expect Jimmy to keep putting up. These kind of performances, he's got the whole world on his shoulders. And with the Celtics, everybody pulls their weight. And when it when they do, it's amazing. It looks beautiful. Without it, yeah, you've seen it. You've seen yeah. when when Tatum is shooting like shit, it all falls apart. So yeah. Yeah. if they're humming the way they're humming right now, I got well, no doubt. I wouldn't say it all falls apart because they've shown they can win with Jason Tatum having bad games. They they can. <laughs> they beat Philly, uh, I think, a few games. It might have been two games. Um, where Jason Tatum shot terribly. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but I remember because I watched them games and I kept <laughs> saying on the podcast, Jalen Brown needs more shots. Jalen Brown needs more shots. He's yes. more efficient. He's more efficient. Yeah. So, Brown has to, one of them will show to the load for sure. I just know watching Tatum fall apart was eye-opening. And it's not the first time he's falling apart. We get that. But in playoffs, bright lights, a few games ago, yeah, he crumbled to dust, and it was, wow, it was pretty sad to see. Now, again, he bounced back and destroyed Philly in Game 7. My God, it was immaculate basketball, but I don't see that happening either in this series all the time. Like, it'd be great if we see it, but like I said, Celtics, if they can spread it to everyone and everyone's pulling their weight, I don't see Miami hanging with them. After that, I have no idea. I think, um... There's an adjustment Miami needs to make, and that's to put um, what's his name? He's a twin. I think his name is Caleb. It's Caleb and Cody. I don't know which one is who. <laughs> I think this one is Caleb. I think they need to insert Caleb Martin into the starting lineup. Oh, Caleb Martin. Yes, that's. Um, I think that's the right one. The right twin. Yes, they need to insert him into the starting lineup, um, and they need to take out Max. Um, yeah, Caleb Martin. He's, yeah. he's the better defender. Um, he's proven to be more dependable in dire situations or in crunch time-like situations. Right. Uh, he's hit big threes for him. He's hit, I've seen him hit big threes for him just 40 minutes ago. <laughs> to tie game, yeah. Like to tie games, to, to, to put him up one, things like that. Like, those shots matter. Right. Um, And he's been hitting them. And Struess only took one shot in the first half for a starter. Like, what? And the job yeah. is to shoot the ball. Max Struess's job is simply to shoot the, ba shoot the basketball. Yeah. But, 
I like what Caleb Martin gives them on the defensive end. Um, the energy he brings, rebounding the basketball. Um, I think he's just a more productive all-around player at this point than Max right. Cruz. Um, but that's the only adjustment I think they they should make going into game two. I see Miami winning three games. Yeah? I think Miami's going to make it really tough on Boston. I um, agree with that. I think Boston will struggle with consistency in this series because Miami, they're one of those teams that, that muck it up. Like they make it really <laughs> ugly. Yes. I know they make you it a slugfest. Um, and I think that that will keep them in the series, but Boston in the end will overwhelm. Totally agree. And we saw that with the Bucks as well. I mean, the Heat, they're a bunch of scrappers. I, I always like seeing them in the playoffs. Everybody loves seeing them. That Even if they don't do as well in the regular season, as soon as they hit a playoff run, the Heat usually just brings it, guns blazing. So they are a sl- – it's like fighting Rocky, like Rocky Balboa. You know, you are going to yeah. go in and expect – a long drag out fight. You're not sweeping the heat. They're gonna make you work for every square inch of that court. So mm-hmm. I mean, and for them and all their credit, it leads them to a lot of success. Not a lot of rings, but that remains to be seen. As Jimmy <clears> said, <throat> this might be their year. For all we've been talking shit and all we've been going might through be. all these teams and the you know the matchups and what we think might happen. You can't sleep on Miami as much as we think we can. That's a team that Jimmy is that fucking good. He just is. He can will them to a championship. Hey, we he, haven't seen he beat it. The Bucks. He beat the he Bucks. Beat, so right. oh, he can do that to me. the Bucks. He can do that to the Celtics. Exactly. I I'm think not putting it past him. Right. I'm playing the percentages, and the percentages say Boston should win this series. Exactly. Should is the key word there. Yes. So it's that's why I think it's very interesting. I love that they match up again. Like the, it's such a rivalry now with the Celtics and Heat in the playoffs. So we're getting yes. some great history. And again, we're just spoiled as fans right now. So enjoy yeah. it. Lap th- lap it up, man. Like it's um I will say though, real quick, uh, before we transition away from Boston and Miami, I'm low key rooting for Miami. I kinda am too. My honestly. heart is like, with Jimmy Butler, man. I love Jimmy Butler, right? Like at this point it's like, bro, just go ahead and get you this ring, bro. Go Please. go ahead, man. You, you deserve it, man. He really does. But man, it's gonna be tough. Oh yeah. Man, we jumped right into basketball. Oh, not even uh What's up? How's your day? How's your week? It's just like basketball man, now, just, man. Because that's that's exactly what I was watching. I was like, man, this, this game is lit. Yeah, man. man. I fucking but, I, I get it, man. Welcome to the Bank Bro Show, everybody. Hello, hey. We're we're glad you're back. Thanks for giving welcome. us another shot. Even if you left us for a little bit, came back. Hey, welcome back. Where you been? Have a sit. Yeah, have a sit. But as we always say, crazy sports week. We always do a lot of recaps. Guess you're new to the program. It's kind of what we like to do. We like to break down some some of the biggest games, biggest headlines, some weird news we might find. We like to break things down and analyze them until we're blue in the face and crack some jokes about it. So that's what the show brings. Oh, that a little bit too. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, yeah, join along. Tell all your friends about us too, man. We love hearing you. Yeah, play play music. Play the music. One, two, three. So how was right. your week, sir? Um, this week um has been uh man, I've been really sore. My my workouts have been kind of taking a toll on me, to be honest with you. Man, I don't know if it's preaching. the way the moon is aligned right now, but man, <laughs> that's like, what it is. 
Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know. But yeah. like my back, like I spent the last 45 minutes, maybe an hour watching the game and massaging my back with my massage ball. Yeah. And like, I feel great right now, like real nice and loose and the blood's flowing. But before Good. I was uptight and uh, I didn't feel that well. Man, I messaged you earlier and I was not kidding. I was in my cubicle and I'm like, I'm fucking dying. Like my joints are on fire and it's a fasting day too. So I'm just like, I'm hungry. Ooh. And I'm sore. It's Did, oh man. You should get your liquid uh, calories in. Uh, I, I mean, you... I, I got my calories for the. I got a protein bar after work and oh, after the workout this morning. And then um, again with the fasting, I don't do complete. I do like a small cup of soup or something. Mm. So I mm. got my calories that I needed for my rules and everything. But it's still mm -hmm. just like it's it's when it gets to this point, like us mm -hmm. doing the show. I'm good. If I'm staying busy, I'm not thinking about. It. I came home and cleaned out my fucking fridge. Because just because I to. because I need to keep my brain busy. As long as I'm doing something, I'm not thinking about eating. So it's just about now is when the kids go to bed and the wife's still at work and it's just me and the dog and I'm on the couch and I'm just like, oh, this is when I normally snack and my body's like snack, snack now. And so eat, eat something. So no, I am all willpower, but yes, my joints are on fire all the time right now <laughs> it's Man. been a it's been a rough couple days i like it though i'm glad i'm i, I went to the gym monday uh six o'clock in the morning just like i needed to smash the workout right back on the horse tuesday yoga that almost killed me but i got through it wednesday today back in the gym 6 a.m so like i am determined to keep this going and stay consistent but boy this i know the first few weeks are like the toughest to get that going yeah, so my old ass is is struggling, but I'm getting it done, man. Shit, you'll be all right, bro. I know, I know. Trust me, this the first, the first like not even month, first like two and a half weeks are the hardest. Yeah, see after that, see, clockwork. I could raise my hands to about here right now. That's mm. that's about it. Mm. No, no, no high fives. Ow, see that that was sore. Ow, no uh, shoulder taps. Nope. No, 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 don't, nope. don't touch me. Don't fucking nope. touch my shoulders, dude. Oh, my God. No, no, no. But said, Don't touch my shoulders. No, don't even breathe on me. Just, no, 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 no. But anyway, to the sports news, my God, I'm going to make one quick note, and we'll get into the meat and potatoes, but just to touch on the XFL, as we know, the D.C. Defenders and the freaking Arlington <clears throat> Renegades, who were four and six and had no business being in a playoff, let a little championship game. That championship went down this past weekend, and I was like, this is a fucking wrap. Cool. Defenders, great season, awesome. So the Renegades defeated the Defenders. They Remind did. you, the four and six Renegades won the XFL championship. The, 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 the team we were talking shit about. The whole season. The whole season talking about why are they in the playoffs? This whole right. playoff system is fucked up. I guess it's not. Oh no, it is. I stand by it. It's so <laughs> fucked up. The, the only reason, the only reason they won is because Jordan Tayamu decided to have a fucking stroke and became mortal. He became mortal on Saturday. He threw three picks in a championship game after slaying the entire season. They went ten and one. And again, that one was the stupid Orlando Guardians, that fucking mishap, whatever. They were damn near bulletproof, and this was the game Jordan Tayamu decided to be Jared Goff. I went there. I don't care. <laughs> you could have said Jay Cutler. Nope. 
I'm, <laughs> I'm throwing it on you. That's how salty I am right now. So Man, yes, I Dun- told you. Oh. The downfall of your team is going to be the fact that they can't throw the ball. Oh, and it was. <laughs> it was the the specific downfall. Like what? If it was the Sea Dragons, Josh Gordon and Ben DiNucci would have been <laughs> right. Just oh. destroying them by any but rights. Just, I think just, any team would have beat the Renegades here. But we just can't beat the defenders. Right. I'm fine with that. Everybody has I, that kryptonite. But then the defenders can't beat the fucking Renegades. Their quarterback, and I didn't even know this, Luis Perez on the Renegades, wasn't even the quarterback until week seven. They traded with the Vipers to get this guy. And all of a sudden, the Renegades started winning a little bit. Winning That's a little right. Bit. Because the Vipers started Brent Hundley. Exactly. So... <laughs> And the Vipers, I mean, they were mediocre the rest of the season. They did nothing. So I, mm-hmm. I dodged a bullet by not getting that team. But all of a sudden, Arlington did just enough with Perez to squeak by. And then he just went insane in the championship game. 26 for 36, 288 yards, three touchdowns. Like, what? That's the time that he decided to be a boss. And this is the time that the defenders decided to shit the bed. Cool. Cool. I'm glad I won the bet anyway, but what the fuck? Yes. Speaking of which, I totally forgot about ordering your stuff. I will order your stuff after the show. <laughs> it's all good, brother. It's whenever. I'm not clamoring. I right totally now forgot. I'm like, that's you. I'm, I feel like I'm I'm supposed to do something for the show. But I just don't know what it is. That's all right. I couldn't figure it out until now. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what. When you you've had some weeks, sir. You do what you gotta do. I'm not out here begging for it. <laughs> I got you. I'll ship it right to your house. Appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Cha-ching. So, yeah, XFL season is coming gone. Honestly, I feel successful season. After seeing the very first one in 2001, the, the attempted reboot, yeah, man, a few years back or whatever that didn't go anywhere. This mm-hmm. season, they they finally completed an entire season. They got to a championship. Everybody had a good time. The ratings kind of roller coaster, but I think they had over almost 2 million people watch the championship. So, success. I think we're getting another season now everybody seems happy i i think they learned a lot you know the owners like dwayne the rock johnson salute to him so i i think it was very successful and the coolest part about it and you and i talked about this even in the last couple days there have been so many xfl players who have been signed by the nfl now boom just like we talked about use it like a farm system yeah now including your boy ben denucci ben denucci he got signed. I believe it's the Steelers, if I'm not mistaken. Steelers. Yes. I think so, it is the Steelers. Look at that. NFL goes in and cherry picks the people who perform really well. You're going to see some more XFL stars in the NFL. So I think it's a great symbiotic relationship that the XFL and the NFL can can cultivate. So that was yeah. cool to see. There's been a lot I, of signings. I was just going to say, the product that they put on the field, I don't think they could have done any better. Nope. In the first game, um, the players that were on the field, talented um entertaining too talented yes. and entertaining yes um and the way the rock sold the league a1 it's beautiful it's perfect very business successful. yes very impressed by it so yeah bring it on Dwayne. we're if if you're listening to us somehow some way hey we're fans thank you keep it coming maybe we're have really us color it. commentate a game or something oh they're not ready for that now. I will color commentate. You see what I did there? Color commentate. Color commentate. Because <laughs> <laughs> we have melanin. That's what he that Yes. So it's I don't think they're ready for all of this melanin that we're going to. a lot of melanin in one booth. But, hey, I'll do it for a minimum deal, man. I don't even care. Let me just get some product going. I, I would love that. Yeah, I, don't, 
I don't care. I'll take a small loan of a million dollars, but that's it. I'm good. Small, small, small loan. loan. (laughs) (laughs) Small loan, but I'm never gonna pay it back. I'm never gonna pay it back. (laughs) Might give you a little bit of interest, but that's it. I was gonna say zero (laughs) percent interest. I take a zero percent interest, sixty month loan that I will never pay back. No later. I'll just pay the interest. I'll just pay the interest. Just the interest. There you go. God, that would be ridiculous by itself. (laughs) Just the interest. Fuck that. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. Yeah, man. So. Moving on from there, we will switch back to basketball since that is the biggest topic going on again. Conference finals are in effect right now. Mm-mm. What's the update on the Heat and the Celtics? How's that game going? I have no idea. Let me check my phone right now. Yeah. I was watching it on my TV. Oh, I got it. So Miami's up 103 to 96. So mm-hmm. very interesting. This has been a very close game the entire time. So. Yo, man. I swear, if Miami wins this game, let me show in you this. Boston. Let me let me show you this Potawatomi ticket. Uh oh. All right, so I took I had a parlay. It's done with now. Sure. I took uh the Lakers money line. Okay. And LeBron James have over four and a half assists. Okay. And then I also took Miami Heat money line. If those who are not familiar with money line, that just means to win straight up. Yep. Yep. Um, my wager was twenty dollars. The potential payout was two hundred and eighty-one dollars and twenty-five cents. Not bad. If the Heat win, my only miss would have been the fucking Lakers. Oh, your boys that you've been talking so much about would have cost hey. you some money. <laughs> Speaking of which, hey, that's a great transition, man. That's oh, a great shit. transition. Oh, let me get the fucking bottle. Fucking Hennessy, dude. Man, man, man. Did you want to get into the team that lost or do you want to get <sighs> into the team that won? Because we can talk about both. We can start with the losers. Um, I'm going to say let's start with the Lakers so I can pour a shot and you can Brag and gush and talk your shit while I take my punishment, and then I will address Golden State, who needs a good talking to. But go ahead, sir. <laughs> uh, All right. Well, I'm actually not going to brag about the Lakers too much, and I'm actually not going to even talk about that series because game really? one. Yes, because game one against the Nuggets was played yesterday. True. And after watching that great game of basketball, if you missed that game, you missed the best basketball game of the season. I was asleep on the couch. The best basketball game of the... Oh, that I can remember. Maybe I'm a prisoner of the moment. But that I can remember. <laughs> but cheers, cheers, my dog. Sir. Cheers. <clears throat> but basically, the Lakers came in with the same starting five that they went into game seven with. That's... I love I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. That's Struder, Russell, James, Davis, Reeves. That's who they yeah. started. Big mistake because there's two small... Denver's too big. Denver got plenty of offensive rebounds. I think they out-rebounded them by, like, 10 offensive rebounds. I think it was, like, 16 to 5 or something like that. And the Joker had six by himself. So the Joker had more offensive rebounds than the entire Lakers team. Wow. And to me, that was the game right there because the Lakers figured the Nuggets out. This is the small adjustment Darvin Ham made, and I love Darvin Ham as a coach. Shout out to 4 Pistons. That's who he played for. But Darvin Ham has been making genius coaching adjustments these entire playoffs, and I've loved seeing every one of them. What he did was he took Rui Hachimura, put him on Nikola Jokic, the MVP. Yes. Why? Nikola Jokic and the Denver Nuggets have the more efficient offense when you compare uh, Jamal Murray bringing up the ball or Jokic bringing up the ball. When Jokic brings up the ball. So when Jokic is initiating the offense, their offense is more efficient and higher and higher rated than when it is ran by Jamal Murray. They took Anthony Davis and said, Anthony Davis, we're going to put you on Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon just sits in the dunker spot. 
That's right. So that means Anthony Davis could play in the paint where he's best as a help defender. Yep. Give me that. Give me that <laughs> all day. You feel me? Yeah, that's right. And that's how the Lakers started to come back and win the game because Rui Hachimura is quick enough to make the Joker pick up a dribble by beating him to a spot, beating him to a spot, making the Joker give up the ball quicker. And like I said, when it's not ran by Joker, the Denver Nuggets offense is not as efficient. Mm. So now you have Jamal Murray running the offense. Don't get me wrong. Jamal Murray was hitting crazy shots. Yes, he was. Crazy shots. And Michael Porter Jr. was, oh, my God, he was fucking destroying (laughs) Austin Reeves. (laughs) Like, so bad, LeBron said, no, I got him. LeBron went to go guard Michael Porter Jr. himself. That's when you know it was bad. Austin Reeves (laughs) was getting torn up. I'm sorry. I love Austin Reeves. He was getting torn up. They made that small adjustment. They started to come back. And I think they're going to start Rui Hachimura in the next game. And I think Lakers mm. come out and win the next game. I feel they're coming to win the next game, too. It's going to be a very even series, I feel. Yes. Uh, the Joker is going to make it difficult, even with this adjustment, because the Joker will adjust, too. That's right. And no doubt about best. that. That's what he does. The first reason why I think the Lakers are going to win is basically they match up well, and I kind of explained that with Rui and AD. Right. The second reason why I think the Lakers are going to win is because Denver's two best players are also their two worst defenders. Mm. Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic, they got exposed last night in the pick and roll. Okay. LeBron James was hand-picking Jamal Murray, and he said, if no one helps Jamal Murray, I'm taking him right to the hole. And he did it every single time, and he scored every single time, or got fouled every single time. Mm. That's all they did. They said, okay, pick and roll, pick and roll. We'll get Jamal Murray or Nikola Jokic in this pick and roll. We'll go to work. Right. Rudy Hachimura ate him up. LeBron ate him up. It's just Jokic, Murray... We're hitting amazing shots. When they do that, hats off to them. (laughs) I mean, it's just that simple, right? You would think. You would think. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, both teams, even with adjustments, I think very evenly matched. And honestly, you have to game plan for Jokic. That's that's the entire strategy is neutralizing him if you can, and you can't. Most teams cannot hang with him. And as much as we've on this podcast have not given Denver credit, yeah, they're kind of showing you something. They're showing you why they were number one. Yeah. And Jamal Murray, I think, can't even be understated. That is somebody I feel maybe isn't getting the respect he deserved up until this point. That guy is a sharpshooter. He's a game changer. And him and Jokic together, and they've had their, their tiffs in the past, and there was chemistry questions. And I, I remember maybe they're going to ship Murray out and make room for Jokic mm-hmm. just to pick one or whatever. That, in my opinion, I don't know if it sharpened them both. Because, you know, iron sharpens iron. I feel that's all water under the bridge. And I feel you're you're starting to see the ramifications of those two on the same page. And it yeah. really turns into, like, almost unstoppable basketball. And like you said, that pick and roll, very important. But with, with Denver, and especially on the road in Denver, like, if those two keep playing complementary basketball, and I'm, I'm not going to say any predictions because I know how you feel about the Lakers and LeBron going through everybody. That's no, no. If you think the Nuggets are going to win, I'm not. I'm not going to be. Uh, I'm not going that far yet. I really, honestly, I can't pick this series because it's that even to me. All mm-hmm. I'm saying is Jokic and Murray together in complimentary basketball, not hero ball. Complimentary yes. basketball. That I think is a key. If we look back on the series and they do win, I would say that's the number one reason. Yeah, no, I I completely agree. When I I forgot to mention this when I said that. All the Lakers were doing was putting Murray and Jokic in the pick and roll and just attacking right. them. Well, on the flip side, what the Nuggets were doing was Jokic and Murray were running pick and roll on anyone who they wanted and were scoring every <laughs> single time. See, I, forgot there you go. <laughs> I forgot to mention that. That's kind of important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of important. 
So yeah. <laughs> also, that two man game. That's what it's called in basketball, CJ. A two man game. If Thank you didn't know, you. That. I did not know that. Boom. The two man game when when they just run a pick and roll with two guys, same guys, the entire game, and yeah. just have spot up shooters everywhere else, like what the Nuggets normally do. Right. Two man game. Yogi to Murray, best two man game in basketball. There you go. So yes, the two man um, game. Have, That's what I mean. And, uh, CJ, I have no idea why people make these premature assumptions that we just need to trade everyone like ASAP. Give them time. <laughs> Give What's them that? time. Dude, Murray was 21. <laughs> Jamal Murray was 21 years old. Yeah, that's Jokic true. was, he just, he just hopped off the plane. I say, yeah, he was Jokic literally hopped off the plane and y'all talking about, oh, yeah, uh, trade one. What? Yep. Yeah. No, give them time. I'm guilty of that for my own team, but I definitely see what you mean. I thought that was a dig at the Bulls. I'm like, because I'm always no. saying trade everybody. But <laughs> I see your point, though. Yes, that was a young Murray. That was a very that was a newborn Jokic, like just freshly hatched. So <laughs> yeah, there's gonna be chemistry issues. There's chemistry issues with Jordan and Pippen and Rodman. Like chemistry issues happen, but you either let it break you or you forge it in fire. And you get the team you're looking at right now. Yeah, and I was I was just gonna say their games have always complemented uh, each other to me because Jokic has always been a point center yeah. and Murray has always been a shoot first point guard. Right. To me, doesn't that mix like I don't know peanut butter and jelly? I don't. Yeah. You know. Uh, I don't know. But whatever. Ah, I shouldn't talk about food. Oh God. Even <laughs> even saying that made my stomach go. Bruh. So <laughs> so yes, we're gonna see, but. Very, very interesting series for both yes. teams. I think that first game was interesting. Do I think it's a prediction for the rest of the series? God, no. If anything, I'm almost on the fence of like seven games for both of these series. Like, mm. and that's just, it's not because I'm wishy washy about it. It's, I feel that strongly about how well these four teams are matched up with each other. Yeah. Like, starting five, starting five, I think, and even, with the Heat and, like, Tyler Hero not being there, like, I still think they have enough to make Celtics work for it. With with Denver, they're showing, they're showing it. With the two-man game, like you said, with Denver and LeBron and all his pieces that he's got put together, if you get the monster AD like we've seen in the past, too, like, I still feel they're going to drag us out into a war. So it is, it's very exciting how it's all kind of rolled out. We didn't predict a lot of this shit, nope. but damn, man, I'm glad we got it like the way we got I it. I predicted the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals. Mm, you sure did. I, I did. You sure um, did. Uh, and I predicted the Lakers would beat the Golden State Warriors to get to the Western Conference Finals. Did you want to sound off on your squad, sir? Number one, Golden State has never been my squad. I just happened to pick them over the Los Angeles Lakers. I don't give a shit about the Warriors. That being <laughs> said, that being said, Warriors... It's time. Disassemble. I said it. I said it. I don't care. Here's my point. We have seen... I know, you're blown away. And then when I say disassemble, I don't mean tear it all down to the studs. Don't be crazy now. No, 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 no. I'm saying you might want to consider taking some of those main pieces you guys have been putting together and seeing what you can get for them at the top of their value. And my thing is, I'm a Bulls fan. I'm a Bears fan. I am always about selling high. And right now, even with the loss, I don't think anyone on the Warriors has any less value. I think this series proved the formula isn't working anymore. The formula that got them so much success and the Steph Curry show 
and the Splash Brothers, Draymond, all that shit. It was fantastic when it was firing all cylinders. And don't even get me started when KD was part of the team. That was unbeatable. This Warriors, though, this iteration of the Warriors, it ain't. This is as far as it goes. And in my fact, in my opinion, they overachieved. And it's to the point now where even Steve Kerr is saying, like, this isn't really a championship team. Draymond is steady sucking LeBron's dick the entire time. Ever since the series has been over, Draymond can't stop talking about LeBron, his greatness. And I'm like, are you... Can you, can you blame him, though? I don't blame him if it was genuine, but it almost feels like an audition. It feels like you're applying for to be a Laker. No, it's, I believe it's genuine. I'm not saying it's not genuine. It just feels like self-serving. Self-serving. The man's got all eyes on him. He's got a podcast like we do. Mm-hmm. And... And for good reason, he's bringing up LeBron, and we'll get into the Wemby thing in a little bit. But all I ever keep seeing from Draymond is how much he adores LeBron James. And to me, and we, you and I have talked about this, participation trophies, bullshit like this, playing to win, all that stuff. I almost look back and go, did we get the best Draymond Green that we've seen in the past if he's playing against his fucking idol, LeBron James? And I'm not saying he gave up on any games, anything like that, but it just all kind of has that flavor of that sour taste of like, did you give it your all, or are you guys just happy to be? Because the last couple games the Warriors played, in my opinion, was was all right. It was it was cool. It wasn't the the Slayers, the King Slayers, like I've seen in the past. Something was missing. I don't know what it is. Even we talked about someone like Jordan Poole, who kind of fell apart in his own too. There were certain pieces that just did not work, and you kind of saw, <clears throat> you know, four series of two. I have to take another shot right now. This Warriors team. Something's got to change. I don't know what that is. I'm not a Warriors fan. Something's broken. All right. But before before I have this conversation with you, I just want to <laughs> ask you, um, what would you do if you were the GM of the Warriors? Put that GM hat on. Remove oh. Adidas. Put a put a Warriors symbol right there. Bam. There you go. I did it for you. Thank you. <laughs> this what, is a color what, clashing. What are you doing? What are you doing? <laughs> CJ Foster, new, new GM of the Golden State Warriors. What's oh. your first move? Who are you moving? Who are you I, trading? I I know exactly who I'm moving, and no one in this world is going to agree with me. You're moving Clay Thompson? I'm moving Clay Thompson. <laughs> You're doing exactly. I'm moving Clay Thompson. 100 percent Again, it's sell high time. And Clay's name is enough to get you some more pieces that can help sustain. I'm not saying get your championship, but help that drop-off from happening, which happens to every mega team we've ever seen in sports history. It's Clay, and I'm glad he got back to who he kind of used to be when he was a sharpshooter and he couldn't he couldn't stop him. Splash Brothers were in full effect. In my opinion, it ain't there. He's still got something. He's got a lot still that he can do. But if it's me, I'm moving Clay. That's just me. You know, normally when I ask questions like that, there is no wrong answer, but there are wrong answers in this one. <laughs> that is the wrong answer! <laughs> That's okay. I'm, I'm no. going to stand on my wrong answer. No. You know who you need to get rid of? <laughs> Jordan Poole. Oh, that's a gimme. I meant, like, starting lineup. Jordan Poole, he needs to be gone. He shit the bag. No. Check his salary. Interesting. How much is he making? He's getting paid oh, like a starter. He got paid. That's right. I forgot about the contract. He's getting paid like a starter. He okay. was coming off that final series. He got paid. Rightfully so, right? Sure, sure. And sure. then the whole Draymond thing happened. That whole thing, to me, it ruined their season. It, it ruined everything, yeah. In my opinion, you removed Jordan Poole uh, because you're not breaking up that nucleus of Steph, Clay, and Draymond. If you move one, <laughs> you move the other two. Mm, I mean... If you, I, if you move one, you blow the whole thing up. Because right. they're not going to want to play with anyone else. 
That's a problem to me. No, it's not. Be, it's a business, man. Well, go to the there, team. Right, hey, do they not have the power though? What look what they've done. They've turned the Golden State Warriors into a profitable organization. Absolutely. I'm not taking anything away from what they've accomplished. So, but every all good <laughs> things must come to an end. Yes, sir. and it's not. It's not. It's not coming to an end yet. You no, know, it's the end yet. And no. and I will, and I will asterisk that and say like, yes, I immediately thought Jordan Poole, but I was saying like of the headliners, Clay is the one who had my target on. Jordan Poole, yeah, he should be gone already. Leave his ass like off the fucking plane. Put him on a Greyhound butt. So that's Jordan Poole. I meant of any headliner, I'm moving Clay. But that's fine. Mm-hmm. If they want to stick together and be best buddies and and pray to God that LeBron retires very soon, that's a strategy, I guess. At least you're always in the conversation of winning a championship. That's cool. That's what you build up a franchise for. I can't argue with the results. However, I am, because again, I'm a jaded fan, I'm always looking to the future. I'm always saying, what's next, what's next, what's next? Like Drake said, um, you got to break that up at some point. And if you wait too long, you're going to get peanuts for him. That's all I'm saying. It's value. How much value are you going to get keeping that nucleus together until they all decide to retire together and then you're in fucking purgatory for 20 years? No, you're years. actually not. You're, you're not. not. But- <laughs> because you have, you have guys, Jonathan Kuminga, who has... I don't know if people paid attention to Jonathan Kuminga, but during the last half of the season, before the playoffs started, he was averaging like 15 points a game mm. as like a fifth wheel. Right. <laughs> they do have some stars, some young so, stars in that bench. I'm not gonna they, even. Get I think they're season. just fine. They, they got. I think Patrick Baldwin. I think he has a bright future. He's a six mm. nine, lanky wing play style. He's like a Rashard Lewis. He's from Milwaukee. Ah, I've seen him nice. play a lot. I know how he plays. Okay. I think they they got some guys on the bench. They draft very well all the time. That is so, true. So I'm not tripping. Like. I honestly believe to to respond to what you said about the Warriors. Sure. I believe the Warriors are just fine. Mm. And like I said, the only tweak they need to make to their roster is to get rid of Jordan Poole and maybe Andrew Wiggins. Maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be mad about getting rid of Wiggins either. And it mm. sucks because Wiggins always gets moved around like that. But it's fine. It's like if you. I'm saying maybe like if you have to move somebody yeah. to try to get something else, maybe you move Poole and Wiggins package them up to get Kevin Durant again. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking, oh I'm no! We're really ready for that. We're really ready for that. <laughs> oh, please don't run that shit back. Oh my god. No, no, the world don't want to. And which brings me to my next point. I'm, the only reason why they lost is because they ran into LeBron James. Yeah, unfortunately, that's the right because the team that won the championship last year was the same team that played this year, pretty much. Right, that's about it. Um, and they just ran into LeBron this time, and LeBron owns them when they don't have Kevin Durant. That's true. We've seen and when, it. Le- <laughs> when LeBron has healthy teammates, and the Golden State Warriors do not have Kevin Durant, LeBron owns them every single time. Right, and I hate to agree with that, but it's all there. It's all there. And that's what Draymond was essentially conceding. Like, look, this man got the better of us. He has gotten the better of us when he's giving praise. That's I'm decoding what he's saying. Sure, sure. When you say he's sucking LeBron's dick. <laughs> <laughs> I might be a little salty, okay? Again, food deprived, weak joints. I'm a little mad. <laughs> I'm, a little, I'm a little testy today. Basically, Draymond was just saying, look, LeBron has been the better man against us. And that's that. Right. We, I'm giving him his flowers now before he retires. That's all Draymond was saying. That's it's fair. all respect as a competitor, you know? 
Um, Dennis Schroeder actually went to his, uh, Twitter and said, hey, Drake Mon, much respect to you, my boy. One of the greatest competitors in the game. So it, it was respect both ways from the Lakers and the Warriors. That's so fine. As long was- as that's what it was, I'm cool with that. I bring it up for a good reason that I'll pivot to in just a second here. Actually, fuck it. Let's get into it right now. The NBA draft lottery has come and gone. Okay. And everyone who knows anything about basketball was looking at one person, and that's Victor Wimbanyama, who is, if you're living under a rock, which I don't blame you, it's fine, and a can't-miss prospect, a giant amongst men who whose game is ridiculous for a man his size. Everyone's clamoring for him to be the number one pick. It's a shoe-in. It's a, it's a done deal. The Spurs ended up winning the number one pick. That shit was rigged. I, 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 I'm going to let you have your your moment in the sun about that in just a second because I know you're salty about the Pistons right now. No, I'm not even talking about I don't even care. No, really? No, no, no. You know why? We have enough big men. We don't need another one. It's st- You guys have the worst season in you the know league. Why? And you've got a number five. You know our best player was out the entire year. That's, That's the only true. reason why we're the worst team in the league. Kate Cunningham is better than 75% of the NBA. You're not wrong. I'm very excited to see what he can do when he comes back. So, I just figured you guys were just trying to stack all these number ones. That is that is what I mean, it is, you know? <laughs> I mean... If, I'm I'm telling you, I'm pretty sure that was their intentions, but it's a blessing in disguise. I'm not even tripping. Okay, fair, that's fair enough. I'm glad you are in a good headspace for that. All that to be said, I bring up Draymond defending LeBron because now that Wimbanyama is due to join the Spurs, be the next Tim Duncan, next Robinson, my God, fucking Spurs, dude. It's so ridiculous. We're going to get another five championships out of this guy. But everyone and their mama in the NBA right now is in this giant debate about who was the better prospect coming into the NBA, whether it's LeBron or Wemby. And all of a sudden, everyone is defending LeBron. Now, I will disclaimer this and say, I absolutely agree. LeBron was miles ahead as a prospect. But there's been so much defense of LeBron that it almost makes me a little sick. Just a little bit. And I don't know if it's because I'm salty about LeBron, but then you look at Draymond, you look at Dame, you look at every Laker. Everyone is just like, no, it's all LeBron. LeBron was a better prospect. LeBron's a better prospect. Why are we arguing this point, though? It should be a done deal that LeBron is the better prospect. Why why does he need everyone to defend his position there if he's the self-proclaimed GOAT? This is the thing, though. He never opposed that question. So, of course, everyone else is going to be like, bruh, of course it's LeBron. What kind of question is this? Right. I just, but it's so it's so everywhere. I've been reading about it nonstop today where I'm like, why is everyone on this man's ass for this stupid, invalid question? Of course he's a better prospect. But the more people, it's like when someone says like a show is popular and everyone says it's popular, everyone says it's popular, and then you watch it and it sucks. I have that same feeling where I'm just like, do we really need to have this conversation about LeBron being a better prospect, God knows how long ago that was. Ridiculous long time. Like, Victor Wimbanyama, <clears throat> as far as I'm concerned, is going to have a great career. He is going to be nowhere near LeBron. If anything, he's the next Yao Ming. I mean, he'll be better, but tall guys like that, who are, what's he, 7'4"? Seven, 7'4". Four? Seven, four. Seven, four. Just, he's a beanpole. Those knees are going to blow out in three years. I don't wish that on him, but science and history tells us that man's career is not going to be more than eight to ten years. He's he's so tall that I think it's going to cause him a lot of problems. 
Yeah. Um, I can definitely see that. I was going to bring that point up too. Yeah. Um, that's one of my few concerns with him just because of the history of the game and what it tells you. Right. Um, but I actually think with this frame being very similar to KD's frame where he's really tall and lanky. Yeah. It might help him. Um, when he starts. Yeah. I think for the first few years of his career, he's going to be great for longevity. That might help him. But in the game of basketball, remember, he's not running bodies into 300 pound linemen. That's true. Basketball is, you don't need to be physically built to play the game of basketball. (laughs) Just like how you don't need to be physically built to be a boxer. I'm so glad you said that because it reminds me of the Zion hype who is built like a fucking truck. And and guess who's hurt all the time? Exactly. (laughs) All the fucking time. And he dominated in college. He was an amazing prospect coming in. And that's kind of what happens to the built guys too. So maybe, maybe I know what I'm talking about. You might. Maybe, maybe, maybe maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I don't, I don't know. (laughs) Again, we're not experts here. No, we're not. Speculation and opinion. I've just been right uh, a lot about a lot of things, like how I would be scared to take Zion because he might blow his knee out because he's so big. But I take John Morant number one overall. But I mean, whatever. Oh, we won't talk about that. We won't talk about Ja. But yeah, sad, sad emoji, sad emoji. Yeah, sad emoji. Ja, shake my head. Um, but yeah, that's all I'm saying. It was it was a shit ton of debate about LeBron versus Wemby, which was just like it came out of nowhere. It's a dumbass conversation. We really should be wasting time on it. But it made me hate LeBron more because everyone's defending him. And I'm like, just stop. See, I wish people would ignore narratives. I wish you you would ignore narratives and yeah. just watch the game. Here's my thing about that. I follow narratives because I don't watch the game as much as you do. I am always more of a football guy. So with basketball, and we talked about this, I, I had a love for the game until about Jordan left. Then I had to kind of rediscover it after an extended period of time when the NBA was on their bullshit. So mm. it's rediscovering and relearning things about the game that are kind of making me pull out of the narrative. <laughs> Pause. But that's it's a work in progress to avoid it. And I would argue it used to be a lot easier to avoid the narrative. But now you got phones at your disposal. So the narrative is just constantly in your face all the fucking time. So making your own opinion about things, if you're not as knowledgeable as, as you are, it's tough. It's tough. You kind of go with you go with the flow. You make your own opinions based on other opinions. And you can say that about anything in life, right? But knowledge. It's, it's knowledge is power. Knowledge but feeling power. it in your heart, that, that takes some work. takes some time. So we'll see. When, again, Wimby might come in and light the league on fire and have a ridiculous 20-year career. With those fucking legs, those tree trunks he he's got. He might. I'm he not, also might have an eight-year career. Have an eight-year career. He might have a three-year career. We I don't think, fucking know. Look at Andrew I Luck. Think, <laughs> I don't think it's going to be his knees, though. If no? anything, I think I, th- I think it's going to be his feet. Could be. I think he's going to, if anything, I hope this doesn't happen to him. I hope not either. I'm not wishing I'm gonna, for anything. Like I'm going to burn some incense for him, too. I have him right in my room right here. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to put the put this on him. Because I think he he's like... He's going to be a special talent. Like we've never seen anything like him before. Nope. Um, he's an alien. But I think it's going to be a lot of foot fractures for him if he does have to go through a lot of injuries. I can see that. Uh, that's a lot of impact. That's what that's what Yao Ming had. Um, yeah. I think, uh, tall. I think his name is Sean Bradley. I think he had the same problem. Oh, uh, Sean Bradley. You're right. Um, Ralph Sampson. I think he had the same problem. So just going off that, I think it's going to be. The- yeah. History will show you that. We can glean some things from history. When it comes to 
predicting sports. So it's it's going to be interesting. I will be watching his career. Don't get it twisted. And I hope he has a really long, healthy career. All I'm saying is let's pump the brakes on the yes. prospect goat conversation. That just shouldn't be happening. The guy yes. hasn't even touched a professional ball yet. Come on, guys. You know, you know who else was a goat prospect? Michael Kidd Gilchrist. Do you know who he is? I'm I know who he is because you know who he is. And we talked you guys know who he is. I don't think they do. (laughs) That's my point. (laughs) That's my point. And guess who drafted him? Michael Jordan. Yeah, that's right. Michael Jordan drafted him. Ouch. 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 Anyway. Anyway. So anyway, last point about the NBA that I want to get into was the ramifications of some of these series finales. Some mm. head coaches got the axe, mm. two of which we've spoken about at length on this podcast, one being Monty Williams from the Thick Suns. Oh, man. He'll be my boy. Ex. And the Doc other Rivers. is Doc Rivers. Yes. Doc and Rivers. We had a whole special on Doc Rivers and how these teams keep letting his ass down. And, and what do you know? Look at that. <laughs> right on cue. <laughs> right on time. Up 3-2 with um, the home game. Up 3-2. Up yep. three two with the home game six. Yep, you can Fucking literally blow it. splice this into your old clip and just tack this right on the back end of it. Like here we go, fucking again. Here like, we go. Oh my god! And it's it just, never fails. Up and, three two, game six on your home court, and James Harden <laughs> drops the dud. Oh my god! It's and I hate uh, laughing because I mean I I respect and love Doc Rivers. I think he's a great coach. But goddamn, dude, this is just the worst luck. I've seen for a successful coach by all yeah. rights. He's all he honestly, all he needs are some dogs. Yeah. That's Where all he at? needs. Like he's I I don't was he coaching them? Ah no, I'm not sure if he was I'm not gonna say that. I don't remember if he was coaching them or not. Oh no, he was because he coached Tobias Harris. When he when he had like oh, Tobias yeah. Harris, uh Patrick Beverly, yep. uh Lou Williams, when he had that group on the Clippers. That's like, right. He needs guys like that. He don't need superstars. Dogs. He just needs guys that are going to work hard. That's right. That's all he's ever needed. But, um, oh boy. <laughs> I got a team for him. I got a team for him. Who's that? The Pistons need a head coach. Dwayne Casey's going up to management. Okay. I like that matchup, though. Monty Williams. What's up? We got some young talent. You you did that with Phoenix, who had a lot of young talent, too. Monty oh, yeah. Williams. Come on over. I wouldn't be surprised. Like, those Doc are Rivers, two very good fits. Yeah. yeah. Come and on over. In the city of Detroit. I mean, yeah, they would love him out there. Either oh, one of those Kay, coaches. Kay Cunningham at the helm. Oh my god, that'd be dope. I know Man. the Bucks are looking for coaches too now. So no, they. I don't know if you saw who they interviewed. They interviewed I did see. Jackson. I did. That is Ooh, a big time chess They go out and hire Mark Jackson. That blew I don't think my anyone would have seen that call. I don't think anyone would see that coming. I didn't. I saw I the headline did. and it was like, I didn't Whoa. think they had the balls to do that. Yeah. I thought they'd be hiring dudes like fucking, um, I don't know, fucking Tim Tom Thibodeau's assistant or something. Right, exactly. I don't know. Trying to, try to get clever with it, you know. Yeah, we so, got the some, water some unknown guy on on the Utah Jazz's bench exactly. that's responsible for Lori Markinen's All Star season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean the Matt Nagy effect? That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the Matt Nagy effect. The 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 Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah. Right. Oh, you were assistant for a successful team that you had no business doing? Great. Let's, Let's go make be a head, head coach. coach. Let's be a head coach. <laughs> oh, wait, you shat, you shat the bed? Oh, no. 
we didn't see that coming at all. Oh, wait, you didn't have any experience? How did we miss that? You don't know how to run a, an offense? Oh, no, we should have did more research. Like, <laughs> it's that bullshit. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. And all credit considered, the Bucks interview Mark Jackson fast. Fast, fast. as fuck. Yes. So I don't know. That would be a very, very unique combo. Very. That would that would work. I would like that fit a lot. I would like Milwaukee. it. I would like you, it a lot. And I'm and I'm a Pistons fan. And I'm, right. and I'm saying that. So Milwaukee's a treasure trove ready to be picked right now. So just a we'll championship see. waiting to happen. Just right here you go. The right coach and just a couple moves. A couple. That that's it. Like just, it's yeah. already it, the house is built. You just yeah, need a jacuzzi. Yeah. You need the hot tub. That's about it. That's about it. And then you can invite the strippers over, and then you're good. <laughs> well, God, now you're in the strippers. So. Like, oh, man. But, I mean, yeah, Doc Rivers, 6-10 and 10 in Game 7s. That's that's rough. That's the worst clip in Game 7s in NBA history for a head coach. He lost five straight. No, he ain't losing. The team lost him. No, no fuck the team that. lost him. Fuck that. No. Hell no. Doc Rivers, hell no. I would. Oh, man. No, fuck that. Because... No, nah, man. See, I've seen this shit with my own eyes. <laughs> he, I know. I know. What? Read me Joel Embiid's stats. <laughs> they weren't great. <laughs> read me Joel Embiid's stats. MVP Joel Embiid. Ooh, read yeah. me a Game 7 Joel Embiid stats. Come, come on. MVP. I, I, I will read pull me MVP it up stats. right now because <laughs> that shit... Oh, read. Come on, the, 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 the people's MVP, seven. CJ. See, CJ, the, the people's, people's MVP. MVP, huh? Not ours. Not ours. It's definitely not mine. No, we we didn't say it was him. Me and you said it was All Giannis. Right. Joel Embiid. Read me his stats. <laughs> Game seven. He played for thirty-eight minutes, eight rebounds, one assist. Wait, that, <laughs> that's your MVP. Wait, no, I said read me Joel Embiid's stats. Not, 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 not Tobias Harris. Oh my bad. Let me double check that. 38 minutes played, yep. Um, Eight rebounds, one assist, and 15 points. F- 15, not 50, 1-5. One 1-5, five. One five. yes. That's the MVP. 38 minutes. That's that's the people's MVP. Wait, wait, wait. What was his field goal percentage? Oh. That's- he, he had to be like 7 for 14, right? Probably like, you know, maybe a 3. Oh, uh, uh, Miami won. Ooh. The Lakers. Ah! The Lakers. They messed up my parlay. There goes that money. Flying. It's, it's good. Flying it's good. away. It's just 20 flying bucks. Away. It's cool. It's cool. It's, it's cool. It's, it's okay. It's going to be okay. It's going to turn right. 20 into 280, but it's cool. <laughs> I am so sorry that that happened. Um, Joel Embiid shot 27% from 27. No, wait. He had 27 points? Nope. That would be 27% from the field. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the MVP. I know he's not my MVP. Maybe he's your MVP. I, I know I. He's the NBA MVP. Oh, I, oh, got you. Who votes on that again? A bunch of people that work behind a computer, I guess. Oh, cool. Okay, got yeah. it. Got it. That make, that makes a lot of sense because if it was fan vote, yeah, they, if if it was people that actually watch basketball, I'm sure it 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 wouldn't be yeah I, yeah. I that that's the, that's the Jokic MVP. I know. over Jokic over Embiid. But 100%. But you know, one of them is whatever. Out of playoffs. One of them is, you know, winning game one and hit conference finals. But what do I know? We, I we don't think... know. We're not the voters. No, no, I'm not. It's yeah. not. It's not for me. Anyway. No. Wow. Yeah. So, yep. I need to address New York real quick. Real quick. <laughs> real quick, New York Knicks. I'm only going to say this to you. 
I fucking told you. I fucking told you. But I will give you one caveat. I will give you one caveat that I will admit has changed my mind. Jalen Brunson, I respect him. He has earned my respect as a player. I think he played his fucking ass off. And he deserves better than what the rest of that team. He was the only weapon. The rest of that team, dumpster fire. I don't care how far you got. You showed me exactly what I was saying. Yeah, you got there, but did you belong there? No. Jalen Brunson made you guys overachieve. Brunson made you overachieve. Respect to Jalen Brunson. Hate to say I told you so. I fucking told you so. I don't hate to say that. That felt good. I fucking told you so. I have a trade idea for the New York Knicks. Let's hear it. Um, I just wrote it down. So, two possibilities. One just came to me right now. (laughs) Just now, huh? One is with your team, and you might not like this. Here we go. Because since you want you, you want them to clean house, right? You, you Always. Just want everyone gone. I do. So how about how about Levine and Demar? Both of them? Okay. Yes. For RJ, I'm already out. I'm already out. See? For RJ, Julius Randle. No, even worse. No, no. Julius Randle and uh, the whoever was starting uh, at the shooting guard position, I forgot his name. Nope. Grimes and Grimes. Uh, you can throw in Spike Lee. I'll say no. No. What about a couple movies with Spike Lee? No. A Lee Rowe? No. Ah, oh, fucking made you think. No, Lee Rose <laughs> is Spike Lee joint. If you took away, <laughs> if you took away DeRozan or Levine, like one, maybe, cool. <laughs> maybe. But the both bulk? of them for that package, eat a dick. No, that's never. God, you want to ship? You want to ship the house, right? I want him to ship it for someone that's gonna make us better, not kill the franchise. Hey, you'll get the first pick next year. We and woo. I don't think the bear. I don't think the Bulls have a pick. <laughs> In like no, six look, years. The, the NBA loves the Bulls because of Michael Jordan, remember? So you guys will actually get that first pick. The NBA hates the Pistons, the bad boys. They hate the Pistons. <laughs> I knew you were salty about it. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, we... Oh, fuck, since I'm on it, of course he would go to San Antonio. Of course. The next great big man, Tim Duncan, David Robinson. Oh, hey. and guess what? He's from France. Who, who else is from France? Tony Parker. Tony Parker. <laughs> <laughs> and then they showed him as a kid in his Spurs jersey. I'm like, this is rigged. Fucking rigged. It's fucking rigged. Fuck. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I'm like, we're just blatantly cheating now. That's cool. That's fine. Yeah, this this fucking Patrick Ewing all over again. I'll, I'll put the oh, clip right yeah. here. Patrick Ewing all over again. God yes, damn. Absolutely. I'm sorry. Even if you don't feel bad about it, I feel bad for you, man. Even if you no, didn't I, want Wemby, come on, no, man. I, don't get me wrong. I would have loved Wemby, but the 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 logical side in me would have been like. Like technically, we don't need another big because we 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 got Wiseman, we got Duran, we got Stewart, we got yeah. Bagley. Like, what are we gonna do with all these big men? We need <laughs> wings. We need wings, guys. It's fucking dream team out there. Fucking everybody's over six seven. <laughs> <laughs> and plays power forward. Right. That's all. Just fucking muscle everyone off the court. That's all you gotta do. That's the all new Rick, bad boy. All Rick Mahorns. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh man so yes sorry Knicks sorry Knicks fans it was what it was it <laughs> it was what it was always going to be it was what it ain't the, the Knicks it remain, ain't what it was nope they remain the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA where their fans <laughs> get a big head at the beginning of the season every fucking year and they get shit on right by playoff time sorry <laughs> it ain't changing anytime soon especially with that fucking lineup that's what it is that's what it is so hold up real quick what's next yeah. for the Knicks? who who are you getting you getting dame you wish they 
fucking wish I get Dame. Hey, he Dame, he he's cool with Jay Z. He's a rapper. You feel me? He exactly my point. You talking about the raw New York team? Like, oh, he went to the. Oh my God, he went to see that. Oh, that would be scary. Like that would actually be scary. That's the one I'm looking at. Is Dame to the Nets is a game changer. No, the but, but no, we, no, we're talking that. about the no, no, the real New York team, the Knicks. The, oh yeah, no, there's <laughs> there's nothing next for the Knicks other than more mediocrity, as it should be. No one is coming to play with you guys. I'm sorry. That team or, is a fucking hollow tree. Or even if they ship Brunson across the bridge to Brooklyn, that would That's be a fucking God. fire team. That so would they be can tear the fucking studs off the wall? That's what the Knicks are going to do? Is get rid of the one superstar yeah. they might have? Uh, I, I was just I was just saying like that that um, shit like to, for like the Nets like the Nets are pretty close up that's what I'm saying the like, Nets yes they have some moves they can make that would actually make them a real threat yeah they they just need one super literally one superstar if they can get someone like Dame look look out yeah that that's that's serious that's mm-hmm. real good especially with Dame being as loyal as he is to Portland I don't get it at this point but hey man time is ticking bro and we all love Dame. I love his game. I love how scrappy he is. The man just, he will not leave. It might be time to leave, though. Portland's doing nothing for you. They've never done anything for you. It's been always Dame time. Like, go, I want him to get a ring before he retires. Please, dude. He's done more for Portland than Portland's done for him. By far. Tenfold. Tenfold. (laughs) Portland is nothing without him. He's single-handedly won playoff series. Right. As a rookie. Right. (laughs) I've, I've watched this dude since... Since I was in, uh, since I was a freshman in college. Good lord! <laughs> That's, That's my point, though. He's not a rookie. He's been playing for a long time, and yeah, kind of has on the show for it. Other than some really great moments, some cool highlights, but and a ton of nasty game winners. Exactly. That's what we'll know him for. But maybe make ready. a move. He'll be a. I don't know. Dan right, Marino. He needs to go somewhere. He needs to go. Yeah. <laughs> he's got to go. He somewhere. needs to go somewhere. Miami, somewhere. So- oh God! Don't you put him with Jimmy. Oh, oh! We yeah, won't, so, we won't get into that. No, we still no. got to finish this season. It is what it is. We'll, we'll see on two K. We'll see it on two K. We'll still see it on two K. So pivoting uh, for our last topic of the night, back to my favorite, the NFL, and you know it's been my favorite down. too. That's one A, one B. You're right. You're right. Yeah. I just I have more I can say and analyze the NFL than I ever could the NBA. So <laughs> a little more comfortable there, but. Uh, it's been a little quiet since the draft, and then, hey, the schedules have come out. Everyone's teams, and what I love is how this has become kind of a spectacle like the draft has, where all these teams are getting real creative with announcing their schedules. And say what you want about Chicago or Detroit, I think they both did a really great job with their presentations and kind of releasing the schedule and getting real creative and showing you what they can do. And I wanted to get your opinion on the Lions' schedule and realistic records for the okay. season that you think might happen. All right. Um. So I went down real quick, game by game, Mark yeah. Dub or L, besides okay. everyone. Hit it. And by the end of it, most likely, we are going to end up 11-6. and six. I would agree with that statement. I see us losing to uh, these teams. Uh, specific, like, there's nothing we can do, but we're going to lose to these teams. <laughs> um, Kansas City, L. Oh. Right out the Baltimore, game. Baltimore L, mm-hmm. Chargers L. Uh, we're gonna lose one time to Minnesota. I'll give you that. Gonna, Minnesota's gonna get us once. Uh, and we are going to lose to Dallas. We suck when we play in Dallas. I don't know why. <laughs> I, I don't know I, why. I don't know why either. We're going to lose to them. 
there's there's a couple games where we could go back and forth on. We mm-hmm. could flip flop. Um, one game uh, ch- is, that's going to be tricky. Um, the Raiders. For some reason, the Lions don't do too well with AFC teams. Interesting. Uh, the, the Raiders are coming to Detroit, so that's why I gave us the, the the win. If we were going to Las Vegas, I'd give us the L. Okay. See, I'm, fair enough. That's that's smart. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Green Bay were beaten twice, no doubt about it. Again, <laughs> you ain't got a rod this time. Sorry, bro. Yeah, no, nah, it's over, bro. <laughs> um, but the other tricky one, uh, Chicago. I'm glad you said that. Uh, I'm giving us both wins, but I could see Chicago getting one. Maybe at home. Maybe one. because of one guy and one guy only. That motherfucker, Justin. <laughs> Yes, sir. Once he breaks contain, I don't know what's going to happen. That's, that's right. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to throw a pick six. I don't know if he's going to throw a touchdown. I don't know if he's going to run over somebody or run a touchdown. That's Chicago. We don't know. And that, it's a gamble. that's frightening. That's very frightening. Oh, yeah. I, cause I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to be good or bad. <laughs> he's either going to so, throw for four picks or throw for 400 yards. One of the two. Could, Nothing in could between. do both. Could do he both. Could do both. <laughs> that, I don't know. See, all, all hell could break loose at Chicago. That's yes. one that I'm iffy about, but I'm giving us the win just because overall we're the better team top sure. to bottom right now. So I'm giving us that dub. Fair enough. So I could see anywhere from uh actually, uh what is that going to be? So nine wins. Nine wins would be what? Nine and eight? Yes. I could see anywhere from nine and eight to uh 13 and four. Okay. So 11 and six, most likely. Right, that's what we're going to do. I like it. I like it a lot. I actually agree with a lot of that. Just I think all eyes are on Detroit this year, as they should be. And mm-hmm. you, we, you and I talked about it. Like the way they announce certain games for the Lions, especially opening the season. Yes, with Kansas City, I think is a huge vote of confidence and a, a huge gonna... L too. A huge L too. Yeah. <laughs> a no. fucking badass L. We're gonna hold that. I'm not. Convinced. I'm sorry. I'm gonna be the first line. We're going to hold a fat-ass L for the losing Lions <laughs> on that day. Fucking fat-ass L. It's possible. Fucking, you, oh, you want to see our new and improved secondary? Oh, okay. <laughs> Andy Reid said, watch this. All right. True? I, I warned but, y'all. I'm just going to say I warned y'all. But Look, what if you actually beat them in week one? Then we're going undefeated. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> this shit, we going undefeated. You're gonna be, oh my god! Your ass is gonna be <laughs> fucking butt naked in someone's street, man. They beat Kansas City all over this pod, right? <laughs> if you man, think if we beat your them, shit oh, is we, confident now, like oh, oh god. man, no, we if we beat the Chiefs. Oh, 17 and oh, oh, yeah, best team in the league, Super Bowl. It. Oh my god, first Super Bowl team. Oh my, oh lord, just like that. Calvin Johnson's coming back. Fuck. Wow. Okay. <laughs> We're bringing the whole game. Calvin Johnson, Ziggy Ansah. Let's get Barry Sanders back. Bring Dion. I said Dion. Bring Barry. (laughs) Yeah, Dion Barry too. Bring Dion too. Fuck it. Coach, fuck it. I don't care. Oh, my God. Yeah. If y'all win that one, I can see you losing your fucking mind. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) In my mind, I honestly don't think we have a single fucking shot in hell to win that game. I disagree. And I'm not trying to overhype the Lions. I get it. It's still You actually do? I kind of feel it's a little more. I don't think it's any kind of a blowout. I think they're a competitive enough team. And like I even said during our draft episode, I think the pieces you guys picked up mm-hmm. were actually smart picks. And Jared oh, yeah. Goff is, has turned a corner. He's not a world beater by any means, but oh, yeah, yeah. I agree. they do enough to where they stay competitive. 
And with the Chiefs, uh, like we talked about before, if you stay competitive with them, if you kind of just hang in there, they can be beaten. So I, I'm not saying it's 100% of a loss. I'm giving it like a like a 70-30 in my opinion. Like, yes, the Chiefs should beat the shit out of you guys, but it's not the old Chiefs. Yeah, they won a Super Bowl right this, this past year. I get it. But they were also rebuilding. So... Retooling. I say retooling. Retooling. Because they're still fucking Super Bowl. It's still the fucking Super Bowl winning Chiefs. I don't think it's as much of a blowout or an easy win as you as you may be. I think that's the Detroit fan in you being skeptical. Because I get it. I'm the same way with the Bears. But no, 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 no. But let's be real. Let's be real. Who is checking Travis Kelsey? Nobody. We know that. We know that. He's going for 300 yards. (laughs) (laughs) Fine. I'll this, give that to you. But. We spent all this money on our corners and safeties. Yeah. I mean, what about in the middle? <laughs> you kind of need to cover the middle, too. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Maybe, maybe Mahomes has a four-pick game. Who the fuck knows, I, man? I was trying to scream to get these cover linebackers, Devin Bush, someone that someone fast in the middle. Yeah. But, it's not going to happen. And then we get Travis Kelsey week one. Merry Christmas. Right out the gate on a Thursday. Oh. Merry Christmas. Oh, God. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. <laughs> Happy Halloween, motherfucker. Yeah, he's going to fucking eat all over the field. Travis oh. Kelsey goes for, I'm calling right now, he goes for 200 yards and two touchdowns. Damn. Mahomes throws for 400 and five touchdowns. Damn. Just a beating? Just like yes. that? No, oh, yeah. They're, they're going to beat us probably like 45, 48 to, we'll probably have like 30. High scoring game. Yeah, high scoring game. Um, we just that. can't keep up. That's fair. Because That's a fair assessment. we don't have Jamison Williams. I was just going to say Jamison Williams. I'm like, if you were with him in week one, I'd actually feel a lot better about your chances. Yeah. That's the only reason why I give us no shot. We don't have someone that could take the top off of a defense. We don't have DJ Chark anymore. That's true. true. Marvin Jones, I love you, bro. But you're not taking the top off of a defense. No. I'm around St. Brown. I love you, bro. But you're not either. You're a <laughs> slot receiver. Let's right. be real. That's you're an amazing slot receiver. You're Wes Welker on steroids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Welker was dope, though. Hey, it, that's what I'm saying. That like that, yeah, all the respect in the world, but yeah. you're not taking the top off of defense. And hell no, nah, Khalif Raymond ain't damn sore touching the field unless it's a punt <laughs> or kick return. Oh, we need Jamison Williams for that game in order for us to have a chance. Point blank period. Those are notes from a very smart and realistic Lions fan. See, they're not all delusional, folks. That's how it goes. Yeah. As for the Bears, <clears throat> um. I'll kind of do the same thing you did. I'll, I'll mark down who I think are wins and losses. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to be realistic and say we're going to split with the Packers. Whatever you say about Jordan Love, the Bears just cannot hang in Green Bay. I don't care who the fucking quarterback is. We just <laughs> Matt we lose Flynn. our ship. Matt Flynn. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. When we go to Green Bay, we shit the bed. We'll, That's we'll play hard. very true. Right. It just It is what it is. But I think in Chicago, we will take them down. That that's fine. Uh, Tampa Bay is next. Without Tom Brady, though, I feel we win that game, and I'm just gonna put that out there. It's week two. Hey, it is what I, it is. I, I think we'll be hitting our stride. I'm with you. I'm with you. Right. Kansas City's gonna kick the shit out of us. Yep. Denver Broncos. I'm not worried about them. We'll take that. That's a dub for you guys. Honestly, that's, that's, a, dub. that's a win. Yep. Uh, the the Washington Commanders. That's gonna be mm, tough. I feel we take a loss there. I, I agree with you. I got to give Washington some credit. That's a... Yes. That defense uh, is very underrated. It really is. And boy, yeah, they are tough to beat on defense. So that's... Tough. I'll give them that. I'll give them that dub. Vikings, I think we'll split with them too. Uh, Raiders? Oh, you think you get the Vikings one time? I think we get the Vikings once. I don't know which game it is. Again, I feel better at home than on the road. 
Mm-hmm. But I'm going off the history there. Normally with the Vikings, either we beat them outright or we split it. It's rare that they just lose a series. So even with all that being said, with the Vikings and having the pieces they do, I still feel like one of those games we're going to get, maybe mm-hmm. by a squeaker. Uh, Raiders, I'm saying that's a loss. Just Devontae Adams, whatever. It's that's he, he also owns you guys. He does. And it doesn't matter it's who's fucking, throwing it uh, I feel bad for you. Exactly. Like he's our No matter where they go. They, they just continuously shit on the Bears. I, exactly. For, he, he knows the blueprint. I can't he, knock him for it. He just, he just slaps his whole meat on the table every time. Just Boom. here you go. Here you go. Exactly. Uh, we will lose to the Chargers. I think we'll beat the Saints. We damn sure better beat the Panthers because our draft capital depends on it. So I think Panthers go down. We'll give Bryce Young a nice little come home present. <laughs> um, Detroit, we're losing both those fucking games. Really? Uh, yeah. Like you don't you don't give you guys a shot. Like a shot. I'm sure. you guys, so I'm giving you guys more of a shot in our game than see realistic Bears fan. I don't think we have what it takes. But why? Why? Well, I want to hear this. It's less of an indictment of the Bears this year. It's more of a seal of approval for the Lions because I've been watching the Lions very closely. I watched them all last year. I saw what they were putting together. They were building momentum by the end of the year, too. Like, I think they keep that going. And I don't care what games they're playing against them. They're going to be competitive games. But I just feel that Detroit has done a lot more when it comes to making progress towards the playoffs. Mm. The Bears, I think, were still a year out. So mm. this season for the Bears is not about getting the playoffs. It's about just doing better than last year and making sure Fields takes that next step. There's no more excuses now. He has the weapons. He's got protection. We're building the defense up. It's not as bad as it's going to be last year. It's not as great as it's going to be next year. But this is Fields's real exam. We haven't been able to really evaluate him because he's been playing with a Pee Wee football team for the both years he's been here. So... <laughs> This is the first year. Yeah. This is the first year we can really evaluate him. And that's the only reason I'm saying eh, the Lions are going to play much better than we give them credit for. I think the Bears will still do well, but Detroit, I think it's got our number right now, which I'm cool with that. No, I think for sure we blow you guys out in Detroit. Like, I don't. Oh, yeah. That was not going to be close. Yeah. Chicago will be a closer game, but. I think in Chicago we win by like three. That's what I'm saying. See, a squeaker, a field goal. Mm -hmm. That's about it. They'll play hard, but that's really about it. And then Cleveland's up there. I, I feel even with Deshaun Watson, I think I think we take Cleveland. They're a tough team, but I feel we can we you can think sweep you that one take out. Cleveland. I think we do. I think that's going to be a surprise win, which is weird mm. to say about the Browns. But yeah, Cardinals. No, yeah, the, the Browns. Low key, since you mentioned them, I think they're even pretty good. I, I think so too. Yes, Browns have really good pieces in place too. If Watson gets his head out of his ass, I think you're going to see them take another step. Mm-hmm. So, but that's why I feel we're going to beat them is it's an interesting game on paper, and that one is in Cleveland. I feel we well when it comes to Cleveland on the road. So, mm. again, that's more of a historical <clears throat> take. How do you not so much of a, a roster. How do, you, how do you get that win? How do, you, how do the Bears get that win in Cleveland? Run game. Big, big-time run game. And mm-hmm. that's what I'm hoping because that is week 15. I'm hoping Roshan Johnson is a starter by then. I've loved everything I've seen from this kid, but the fact that our running back room is Pretty damn good, all things considered, even without David Montgomery. I feel the the run game is where we're gonna shine in Cleveland. Because yeah, I like, through the I like air, Foreman. Yeah, you guys Foreman's Foreman, right? great. Yeah, 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 we got Foreman. Herbert's still there. He was he's not anything to slouch at either. Electric. Yeah. And and Roshan Johnson and Travis Homer for the change of pace. So like there are four decent, decent yeah. running backs in that room. And they're gonna use them all. Mm-hmm. Very serviceable. So run game, I think, is the key in Cleveland. Uh Cardinals. Not sweating you. That's a win. 
Falcons, I think we take you two. And then Green Bay, it says TBD, which is really weird, but again, I think we'll split with Green Bay. So all things considered, I even kept keep track of every win I said. I'm feeling we're getting like a seven and nine, seven and ten season. Just taking the next step again. Nowhere near a playoff run. Maybe we we threat against a wild card. Maybe. If all things are great, I think we sniff the wild card. But division, I think, belongs to Detroit. And then we go from there. And like I said before, it's plan A, plan B. If if Fields blossoms and turns into the franchise quarterback we all know he can be, then we go into next year's draft looking sweet. If it doesn't go well and Fields fails his exam, hey, pretty damn good quarterbacks in F2. So this is pretty pivotal for the future of the franchise. Please give up on the season. Please, I do. really don't want to. Because I the Lions, my God, the Lions will be right in line to go oh, pick that guy up. Here we go. You're going from the Lamar Jackson train to you guys getting Fields next year, huh? Hey, Hendon <laughs> Hooker. Hendon Hooker. We're, yeah, we're, you got your guy. No, no, we're, we're red shirting him. We're taking our time with him. You feel me? Look. Yep developing him he just he just hurt his knee you know so he got to take some time to recover too so it's okay you take another year off you know what i'm saying we got justin fields over here you know what i'm saying we'll ride him until oh, wow. i mean well we'll be good with justin fields honestly to for forever i'm sure no we are <laughs> holding on to yeah. fields as we should fields is the guy he's our future i just need him to take that next step again nothing crazy he doesn't have to go insane but more passing yards less mm. risk on the running Kind of take that next Lamar Jackson step where you even out skill set. He's not running for his life all the time anymore. He's not just throwing little Hail Marys and trick shots. He's actually turning into a complete quarterback. If he can do that, we're going to be in really good shape for the future. Well, uh, it would have helped if you drafted uh, JSN. We don't have to keep doing that. I understand. And I, I feel bad that we didn't, but at the same time, again, I stand by Darnell Wright being the very smart pick. He was a high up. He was high on our boards. Yeah, I know. It's not sexy. <laughs> it's not sexy. Fields needed a bodyguard. Every great quarterback needed needs an X. one. Needs an X, too. <laughs> hey, I'm still on the Marvin Harrison train. That's where my site is going. It's, Marvin hey, Harrison? Panthers shit the bed all season. You could have had both. Get Marvin Har- I know we could have both. <laughs> now you're just being greedy. <laughs> you could have had both. We could have had both. You could have been Ohio State. <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> Fucking Philadelphia doing the same bullshit. We can do this shit, too. Oh, my God. Exactly. They're, they're the SEC. They're Georgia. Done. We'll take Ohio State. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not bad at all. The Chicago Buckeyes. Oh, my God. And the Lions are fucking Alabama. Yeah, right? How the hell did that end up happening? That's crazy. I don't know, but yeah, whatever. Oh, crazy. All right. Last words for your adoring fans, sir. Um. Yes. So... If you guys don't know, there is going to be a great boxing fight going on this weekend. It's Devin Haney versus Vasily Lomachenko. Yes, big fight. For the undisputed super lightweight championship belts. Yes. I personally am going to put money on Devin Haney. You can follow me if you want. I'm taking Devin Haney. I think he's going to win by UD. Unanimous decision. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to be a banger. This will be the best fight of the year. Mm. I don't care what anyone says. I don't know if we're getting Bud and Cro- uh, Bud and Spence. So until Probably I see not. that, uh, yeah, this is going to be the best fight of the year. Way better than Tank and uh, Garcia. Oh Mark yeah, Powers, way better. Nice. Yes, I had to catch that too. And man, my Saturday plans freed up too. That's actually great. That's great timing. I'm about to catch that fucking fight, bro. You oh, fuck. I got a date on this. <laughs> Did you just remember that? No Dude. fight for you, sir. Because I didn't, because I didn't, I didn't text her back yet, and I clicked my phone and I saw her, and I was like, oh, I, 
<laughs> yeah, you you have priorities, sir. I would say maybe catch the replay of that fight. Or do I make up an excuse and be like, can I reschedule? <laughs> no, hell no, I do that. Anyway, even if you didn't remember to check us out, check us out now. Here's your reminder. The Bank Bro Show on YouTube and Facebook. We are at Bank Bro Show on Instagram. And the email again is the Bank Bro Show, all one word at gmail.com. Hit us up. You know you want to. Quit holding off. I don't care if you don't even email your, your friends and family. Email us because we would love to hear from you. Email us questions. If you want to know something about us. Yeah. If you want to know what we think about this, that, and the third. That's doesn't right. have to be about sports. Oh, Maybe God, no. I don't know. You got a question about a girl or something. I don't know. <laughs> if, you want, if you want to know what I had for breakfast yesterday, fucking ask. I'll tell Some you shit. all day. I'll yeah, talk we'll all do, day about it. We'll do a Q&A session. Hell yeah. This is a constant AMA. You can ask us anything. So, like, mm. just don't be afraid. Don't hit us up. Yeah. Yes, sir. Bank bros are in your city. You're doing the tagline this week. <laughs> you can bank on that, bro. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, you butchered that. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Catch you next time, folks. We're here for you. Maybe not him. I'm here for you. He is. I'm definitely here for you. And you can't <laughs> bank on it. I'm not even here for myself. <laughs> One, two, three. Fuck <laughs> one.